Where's Double Seven? Oh my God! Target enough people. Number of people become the weapon. They're going to kill millions. Now your enemy is my enemy. If we don't do this, there will be nothing left to save. No time to die. Rated PG-13. Hello and welcome to the James Bond Complex, the show where we talk about everything James Bond from Fleming to film and everything in between. Oh, that's almost correct. Uh, I'm almost perfect. Huh? <laughs> I'm getting there. I'm getting there. I'm your host, Emery. I'm also uh, one of the hosts. I'm Matt. Um, and, it's uh, the, uh, the alternate team weeks, I guess. There's no team A or team B. It's just uh, one or the other. Yeah, it's yeah. <laughs> all combinations. So we've had um, a little bit of a, a, a spoiler-free review. Then we got the spoiler review with uh, Edgar and Jason. Jason gave us the red carpet review, and now the real review. Oh, oh we're and the real Matt. review. You and I. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> You know, well, you know, we've we've had a bunch of opinions. We've we've talked about this in person, and you know, we've 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 had the time to let it mellow. Uh, Jason got a chance to watch it like what four times, five times, I bet. Edgar saw saw it one more than I did. I saw it twice. You saw it once. Um, and I've been uh, very much avoiding everything that is reviews or interviews. So I haven't seen any of David's stuff as of this recording. I haven't listened to Joe Darlington's stuff, and I've highly value his opinion and i'm stayed away from that i haven't even listened to our own stuff like i haven't listened, listened <laughs> well, to i haven't the had spoiler the time free to, to listen to our own stuff because i was involved for some of it but <laughs> I, I i didn't listen to jason and, and your stuff i think he just he just finished the editing while we're prepping for this uh, recording yeah um, and i had started listening to the spoiler free that you and and uh, edgar did and i i i wanted to come in fresh because i wanted to have the the closest opinion uh, yeah, virgin opinion. My, the virgin tempting. opinion of it being, yeah, my opinion, almost thereabouts. What what are we talking about, Matt? What movie are we discussing today? Uh, no Time to Die, you know, 25th James Bond movie, the uh, fifth one starring Daniel Craig. And, oh, this is spoiler, so uh, screw it. Perhaps the final James Bond movie Ta -da, of all time. Uh, that, that's what I, you know what, I'll, I'll be perfectly honest, since this is a spoiler review, I, I did think that possibly at one point or another, uh, Barbara and Michael would get fed up with making James Bond movies and knowing that they might not have the next person to hand it off to that would do it as gloriously as, as their families have for years and years and years. I, I did think that there was always going to be a possibility that this was the last one, being the 25th um i always had a number it's around number but i i honestly i think they might have seen what happened with uh george lucas and how disney handled because allegedly to according to rumors and i'm listening on your book uh, uh about about uh, the making of the star wars movie and it's it seems it's heavily hinted at been reported by other people that 
you know, Lucas is not happy with how Disney, and he feels like he's been uh, screwed over by by them when they bought uh, the, the 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 movie rights from him. But this is and not the been, place to discuss this. But that's well, been the knowledge for a while, and I think that there's going to be lots of time for us to compare this to other franchises. Because, yeah, I mean, yeah, 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 yeah. The longest you know running franchise in history, and there are parallel franchises that have been doing you know well what? lately. That, that, that's actually. Uh, that's a bonus episode. The franchise, <laughs> franchise fight. <laughs> so uh, you want to give us the synopsis of uh, what happens in No Time to Die, the spoiler, uh, second spoiler version. Wait, I, th- I thought you saw that movie, didn't you? I, I saw it, but I, like I said, you saw it twice. I saw it once. Uh, Jason, by the time this comes out, has seen it seven times. I just want to be able to recite every line of dialogue in the movie. Uh, I did write a, 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 a synopsis of that. I can sum this up in three or four paragraphs, and it's it's long. My I also have micro paragraphs because um, I know I'm going to recite this. I, I write it so it's easier for me to read, but it's it's quite seems like it's quite long, regardless. So here we go. <clears throat> Once upon a time, there was a little girl who lived in a cabin in the woods with her mother and father. One day, while her father was away, a masked man came to the cabin, an evil man who killed the little girl's mother and almost let the little girl perish in a frozen lake. Ta-da! But the evil man had a change of heart and saved the little girl. Years later, the little girl grew up to become Dr. Madeline Swan, wife of James Bond, former secret agent 007. Pardon me. Uh, the couple, while vacationing, sorry if I'm messing up this, vacationing? Vacationing. Vacationing, thank you. In Matera, Italy, is suddenly attacked by specter agents at the best of Ernst Stavro Blofeld. Oh, autocorrect said Blorfeld. <laughs> Blorfeld. Blorfeld. After escaping assassins from a multi-vehicle car chase, climaxing with Bond leaving Madeline. Now, time passes. Five years, to be precise. Somewhere in England, a scientist named Obrichev is warned by a man that he's about to be abducted by Spectre agents with a mysterious super weapon in tow, just as the thugs bust into his lab. Ta-da! The crew at MI6 is in misery when the weapon, codenamed Heracles, is now in the hands of an unknown organization. A very upset M asks, where is 007? Where is he? Or where is she? Ooh. Ooh. Uh, Felix, <laughs> Felix Leiter, a CIA spy and friend of James Bond, gets in touch with a now-retired secret agent in Jamaica for help into recapturing Obrachev and the weapon. Before heading to his mission, James gets a visit from 007. Yes, Bond gets visited by 007. His own number was reassigned to Naomi, who warns him to stay out of her way. Oh. Uh, in Cuba, Bond enters a Spectre meeting with CIA agent Paloma at his side. Things take a surprising turn when Blofeld, who hosts his own birthday party meeting from jail, huh, turns into an attempt to kill Bond. But something goes wrong, and it's the Spectre agents that start to die. As Noemi grabs Obrachev in the chaos, Bond and Paloma kill the remaining goons and manage to reacquire Obrachev and bring him to lighter. While interrogating Obrachev, Logan Ash, a CIA James Bond fanboy, 
reveals his true nature and shoots Ryder and traps Bond in a sinking, sinking ship while escaping with Obrachev and the Heracles weapon. Bond escapes the sinking ship, but Felix Slider dies. <laughs> now in London, Bond confronts M and tries to get a meet. Sorry, and tries to get into a meeting with Blofeld, but it's only with the help of uh, only with the help of Moneypenny, Q, and 007, Naomi, that Bond is able to meet Blofeld with his psychiat psychiatrist, Doctor Madeline Swan. Oh. oh. Yeah, you remember, Madeline, the story about the guy in the mask? Well, it turns out that he's also Saturn, the mind behind the Spectre destruction. Who he courses her into becoming a weapon that will kill Blofeld. You see, Heracles is some sort of smart virus slash cyber poison that can target a, a person's specific DNA. Uh, Bone and Madeline have a brief encounter before uh, meeting Spectre's final member, now, noticing that Dr. Swan's nervousness, Bond accidentally gets some of Heracles on himself, and attempt, after attempting to interrog interrog interrogate his brother, adopted, Bond, ang angered by, the, by this loser, attempts to strangulate the villain before relenting at the best of Bill Tanner, M's chief of staff. But the, the Heracles weapon finished the job and killed Blofeld. Bond's only clue is the cryptic claim that uh, Madeline holds all the secrets. While Bond tracks down his former lover, he gives new 007, Naomi, uh, the name of Logan Nash so that she can tra track down Obrachev through this treacherous former CIA agent. Bond tracks Madeline uh, and meets his daughter, her daughter, Mathilde, who, of whom he's told isn't he isn't the father bond you are not the father <laughs> but you know of course he's the baby's he's the, he's the little baby daddy you know it's it's, it's a, he's they didn't put her for nothing so it's spoil it's it's the worst spoiler in history um when it's revealed <laughs> like nobody believes her um now <clears throat> the family quickly and drives away when it's revealed that Logan Ash is on Bond's trail. Uh, a chase ensues, guns, cars, motorcycles. Bond kills a bunch of goons and even avenges Felix and kills Ash. Unfortunately, Bond fails to protect his family as they are taken by Satan. Uh, remember him? Uh, we start getting a little bit more information about him. His parents were the poisoner of the Spectre that Mr. White killed with their own poisons, leaving Satan disfigured and uh, with a thirst for revenge. Having killed Spectre, Blofeld, Mr. White, Satin wants now wants Bond's family for himself. For uh, God knows, this is very sloppy uh, for that part of the plot. Bond, uh, Naomi, and Q get on a plane and head towards Satin's poison island. Turns out that he's making, mass producing the Erectless virus poison, whatever you want to call it. Uh, before infiltrating the villain's lair, Naomi asks that Bond is reassigned his 007 number. So from here on, I I'm calling him James Bond 007. We can actually call him again, James Bond 007. Um, now the MI6 duo infiltrates the island after Bond saves his family from Satin's clutches. Naomi kills Obrachev. Everything looks fine. It's going to be another win for James Bond 007, but his family now safe 
Bond still needs to destroy the Poison Island. He asks M to order a missile strike while he makes sure to open the bunker doors that would, you know, if they're up, the, the missiles are going to bounce. It's, 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 you know, it's crappy design. After another gunfight, Bond enters the control room, opens the door, but as he's about to escape, someone closes the bunker's door. Oh, no. As he races back to the control room, Bond gets shot by Safin. As the men struggle, Safin breaks a vial of Heracles in Bond's face. Safin, who also turns out to be a sour loser, reveals that he infected Bond with a poison that will be lethal to his wife and child. Bond kills the villain, reopens the bunker doors, gets atop of the villain's lair, and makes a phone call to his wife to let her know that he won't be there for Christmas and waits for M's missile to, uh, as he kind of just, you know, gives up. Bone is blown away by hundreds of missiles. And Moneypenny, Q, Naomi, double O, we don't know, have a toast to Bond's memory. And M reads Ian Fleming's Logi. Uh, the film closes with Madeline now telling a story of her to her daughter, the story of a man, of a man called Bond, or James Bond. Now, credits roll and confused, frustrated, sad, puzzled Bond fans watch the closing <laughs> credits, waiting for Nick Fury to show up or some other type of credit tease to let them cope with their emotion, only to be greeted by a promise that seems somewhat empty or meaningless. James Bond will return? That sounds, yeah, and this is really the last thing you see. Uh, yeah, that's uh, it's the, um, MGM Lion free frame. No, he doesn't uh, roar. He's just free frame. Oh, right, 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 right. Well, that's that's very uh, that's very cynical. I, I I feel that there's a lot of. Um... I am. I, I, you know, I, I I need to amuse myself. Yeah. <laughs> spoiler, like the the, the, the spoiler for. I, I still like the picture, but after a second viewing, that there are problems, and the ending is, you, you know, it's. Probably it's it's very problematic, but there are other problems with the plot. But it's this a Bond movie, and, and you know we're gonna go through this thing together, I guess. So I'm not sure, like I understand there, there are a lot of little problems with the plot. I don't see them so much as as problems as much as they left a lot of loose ends, like a lot of loose ends. Oh, it's it's just... plot holes galore. But you know it doesn't it it doesn't ruin the picture and. It, it works on the first viewing on an emotional level, but when you get a second viewing and uh, you've had some time to process, some of the flaws are a little bit more apparent, but it's, you know, it, it, it's, I, I'm still not ready to rank all the Craig era. I've, I'm nowhere near ready to, to rate, rate this in, in the... All, all of the 25th Bond movies, I'm not ready. Um, but, you know... I, I've that's... never ranked the 25. To be perfectly honest, I've never sat down and, and ranked the 25. I have ranked uh, by by actor. And, you know, it's, it's it's this one, for me, where it fits in, in the five Craig movies. It, it's not the best and it's not the worst. So right now, in my mind, it kind of floats somewhere. It's in, in the that, actor? It's, it's in that third place spot. But is it going to take second or is it going to take fourth or is it going to stay in third? 
it's not number one and it's not number five. That's definite, yeah, that's, definite, definite. That's pretty much it. I, 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 even though with all the issues, I kind of teased, made fun. And some of the issues where I have with this film are actually iterated and iterated, are from Spectre. Some of the choices like Blofeld, I've never been a fan of any of the versions of Blofeld and this version particularly seems is goofy to me. But, you know, we're, it's not here to discuss Let's start with a picture. Let's start with uh, the gun barrel, I guess. What do you think? I like the gun barrel, um, but it still deviates too much from tradition. It's, it, 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 they modernize it, but they didn't at the same time. Like they kind of, I, I enjoyed the, 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 the traditional beginning of the gun barrel. It's the kind of the way they, they faded the gun barrel out. Like I want to see the blood. Like just give give me the traditional. You know, Change it if you want a little bit, but you want to you want to know why there's no blood? He misses, like he dies at the end because he got shot. Uh, well, that's a good argument for that. But I feel like the, the whole like everything. But the 3D CGI ness, it's better than it was in uh, uh, Quantum Spectre and Skyfall. But yeah. I, you know what the, the, the perfect uh i, I think we and i are gonna brosnan as the best gun barrel like modern look wise it's the best modern gun barrels i think i would have to still say brosnan nailed it every single time i mean i'm not like, talking about the walk just the, the design of the gun barrel itself. the design well i mean i didn't i didn't hate the 3d design it's just i didn't like the way they executed it like I find it was kind of slow and there was kind of like a weird fade and it was it was really slow like that 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 zoom out of that gun barrel it was just there was kind of a i, I i'd have to rewatch it again i know what's kind of i know what you're talking it, it sort of this it sort of dissolves and it's yeah exactly and then it, but and I'm, then I'm, you've I'm got the, you could see the talk, detail of the yeah i'm strictly talking him walking it it, it turns like the dots at the beginning i like uh, yeah. the, the design, the 3D design, I'm, I'm not talking about, because I understand what you're talking about, the fade-in and yeah. dissolve, that, that's, you know, it doesn't bother me, but it's questionable. But the 3D it design, look, the, the, the 3D modeling of the gun barrel, every sort of little nook and cranny that was, uh, some CGI artists spent a lot of time designing and putting... It's too slow. It's slow. That's what my problem with it is. is it's the slow. It's the animation. I'm, 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 not, I'm just talking about design. The 3D no, design. No, no, but the design is fine. The design is, okay. design is great. The whole design is really good. It's that dissolve and then the slow zoom. Like if that had been quicker and it had not been a dissolve and it had just been like a fade and a quick zoom out, like I, I appreciate the amount of detail they put into it. It's great. It's great. They, they took their time with it. They made, they put their best effort into it. It's not some cheap 90s graphic. They really put the effort into it, but it's just, you seem like you're waiting forever for it to happen. Like 90s graphic and talking about <laughs> Mr. Pierce Brosnan gun barrel. Oh, no, but those are great gun barrels. I'm not saying oh, that. Okay. I'm saying it's it's someone else's said... cheap 90s. Okay. Good. Not MGM or, or Eon. Someone else's cheap 90s oh. graphic. Warner stuff. Brothers. <laughs> not Batman pointing any fingers. Not pointing but any fingers. I, I think, you, yeah, I think you're right. I think the timing is a little bit off, but no, it's. It is what it is. I don't want to spend too much time talking about something that lasts a second. Yeah. Um, let's talk about uh, how we meet our, our lead villain, Satin. Um, now, do you want to get the mask? Do you want me to make you a customized uh, version of his mask now? I'm, I'm, I'm still debating. 
Oh, really? I like it. I'm still debating. I, I like I like the, the smashed mask. Like I, what you did on on yours and what you're gonna do for Peo and and the ones that you're going to the the hundreds you're eventually gonna turn out for fans <laughs> around the world are gonna be amazing. First, I need to find a place to uh, to display it for one, but I also. I really got to get into the movie more. Like I really got to enjoy it a little bit more before I'm comfortable saying that this is what I want because Safin is, is one of those villains where it, there's a lot of stuff that I find are done right, but he's one of the major inconsistencies in the movie. And I think there's a lot of people that share the same kind of opinion that you see him in that pre-title sequence and he's, he's scary and he's imposing and he's kind of like this weird, creepy presence and it's perfect. And then he just shows up and then he just shows up like 20 years later and or at her tombstone says 1983. So she's, you know, youngish. She's my age. You're and youngish. So, oh, she so passed I'm away. 2006. Oh, that's Vesper Lynn. Sorry, it was Vesper Lynn that we see her tombstone after. So, yeah. So, but so like I'm like, Leia Sedu is I'm, I'm like Madeline Swan. She's kind of like in those that same, we don't know the exact timing of it, but we're assuming that's maybe like in a 15, 20 year range. Uh, Safin doesn't change. And he's lost the limp. That's what, that's what my main thing is, is he comes in and he's got this creepy ass limp and it's perfect. Like they give him a physical element, which is always appreciated in, in a Fleming villain is they give him a physical element. They've given him multiple physical elements to him that makes him different than just anybody else. The, this, the disfiguration of the skin and this limp, but then he doesn't have the limp anymore. He only limps at the very beginning after he gets shot, right? No, he limps towards the house. If I'm not mistaken, I'll have to. Yeah, I'll rewatch it a third time. But I anyway, I'm not sure. But it's, it's it's kind of like the the the. There's no like graying of the hair. They don't really age him too much. But I guess it's because of the makeup with the skin. A little bit. There's a little bit of graying, but uh, you know, know the age range because Madeline Swan. You know, I I have trouble guessing her her age. Uh, the only clue uh, that kills Tangent. Uh, for me about our age and when the prequel or whatever it's you want to call it uh, the opening sequence pre-opening sequence pre-pre-opening um, yeah. is the time she plays with a tamagotchi and tamagotchis yeah. were sort of imported in the late 90s 96 98 yeah. and that's why I have the impression she's our age like she's in the same age range as Vesper I, I would feel, have been uh, you know what I feel like Saturn is my age I feel like uh, Rami Malek was is about a year he's either, either the exact same age or one year older it's about 40 and um, what's yeah, well, name I'm 38 Ma so huh? yeah, I'm 38 Ma what Malik's balanced one uh, I'm, I'm going to base her, her age on, on the actress I think she's born in 95 no, not 84, 85. She must have been, let's say, 12 in, two to, in 1998 around. So, so 12, 13. She, she, you know, she, she hasn't developed. Let's call it like it, it is. Inspector, when, when she mentions this on the train, because she mentions this very scene that we see in the pre-title sequences on, in, on the train to Bond on their way to Tangier or wherever, the middle of the desert for Blofeld. Was it nine years old, she said, or was it 10 years old? It's, it's not the same story because he, 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 she says, um, 
Oh, there's two things. A man came to kill my father, and she, what he didn't know is there was a Beretta under the count under the sink with the with the bleach, and she goes and reaches under oh, the, right, the, right, the, okay. the and but she the, moves the bleach oh. and she takes the gun. Blofeld tell, tells a story of, about meeting her when she was a child too. So I'm like, mm. but that's what see when when she when they tell that story when that happens, Inspector. What my assumption is is that the flashback sequence that happens in the pre-title sequence involves uh, Blofeld as well as Safin. Yeah, that's what. But I then mean. we see it; it was only Safin. So I'm like, well, so now they've made a mistake, Inspector, that carries over into No Time to Die. Or is Blofeld just talking? Part of my French, else. talking shit the whole time, and like he's he's just you know he's he's superposing these these ideas that he didn't do, and he's just taking claim to them. Like, did he really send Lashif after Bond? No, of course he didn't. But is he just taking claim to that to mess with him? Uh, you know what? Um, one of those days, I'll. I'll, I'll take the entire i i already have notes for casino well which make my 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 brain sort of leak from my ears um <laughs> it's gonna be a mess to make an entire timeline because bun is adopted and he's 12 years old 12, 12 years old in 1983 um yeah. so he's about 12 years older than uh vesper i yeah. think he's about like 20 years older than than madeline swan and they keep aging him too, like throughout this whole this whole five movie sequence. And as soon as they hit Skyfalls, when they start referencing his age, and then they start referencing like how much time passes. Yeah. So we we from the beginning of Casino Royale to No Time to Die's end, we're not talking about the fifteen years that actually passed. So how much time in this timeline passed between Quantum and Skyfall and Skyfall and Spectre and Spectre and No Time to Die? Are we just catching up the 15 years or is it 20? I know that Quantum happens about a few, like a few weeks after the end of Casino Royale. It's almost uh, immediate. So we were... I think June, uh, Casino Royale takes place in June 2006 and Quantum is August. Yeah, uh, there's a, a card, an invitation card for 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 Quantum, and I, I, I would have to like rewatch the movie, but I have no idea where Skyfall when Skyfall happens. Quite a few few years after, and Spectre happens I, about a year later. Even though they, you're not because it's not immediate. Yeah, yeah, and it's, it's not immediately after Quantum that Skyfall happens, and then he gets shot by Money Penny, and then we don't know how much time passes between that yeah. and him coming back yeah, so all so. we really know is five years pass between matera and jamaica yeah it's a, it's a, it's a nightmare but visually speaking of how it's directed and how the cinematography is done and how it's presented the pre-title sequence so far uh with with safin coming in to kill uh mr white and at first, I thought that this was just a reinterpretation of the same uh, cabin in Altasy, because I, that was my first interpretation too. Because when he gets to the door to to the secret room, I'm like, well, that's the door that he opens to go downstairs, and maybe he's just you know crappier, and and they've changed the set a little bit because, of course, they're not going to use the exact same set as they did eight years prior. But I, I had the impression that was just Altasy and not Norway, which 
Yeah, I said Nor Norwegia, but I don't know. I'm mixing mixing up uh, Norway and Norvège in French, uh, and I realized that. <laughs> but it it started to make less and less sense because she speaks obviously she's she's French and she speaks very well French and she names her kid. Mathilde, it comes from, it comes from her mother. I I I I think um she. Deep down, she has more affection for her mother than her father, even though her mother is shown right. as a drug. Uh, yeah, so there's there's a part of that that we never find out. We never, I mean, is she a drunk or is she like in remission or is there something else going? We, we don't know. I, like I think she's, another... she's uh, coping with the fact that she she married the murderer and probably found out. Anyway, I don't I don't want to go into a, a, right. a fan speculation that, yeah, but, you know, it just just because she touched teaches her daughter our first language is is not english it's french and uh, it, it, she's more connected to our maternal root the, the interpretation the interpretation i get because yeah. of the language she uses to to speak to her child uh but you know we we started with a child we end with a child but we're, we're not talking about the movie uh you know it does moving along <laughs> yeah moving along i i don't want to you know I, I don't have that much to say. Like I know some people who are like <gasps> spooked by 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 Satan when he shows up in the window. But I was, you know, I was but it not... was all, no, but it was it was well presented. Like that was it was kind of had that level of creep that was okay, and there was kind of the level of surprise that oh, was. There's a, it, it a kind trope, of build up the suspense. There's a trope from uh, Michael Myers. Uh, he gets shot yeah. and you know wakes up. Like, yeah, with no explanation. Like, oh! And um, you know, I thought there were good, there was gonna be like I don't know, he has something that that revives him, uh, some type of DNA manipulation, like where, but that's too much. Oddly enough, this has a lot of plot points that remi now remind me of uh, Die Another Day DNA like bacteria. Yeah, but I, I think it's more current now than it was because i mean we've there's been obviously, more advanced obviously in, in DNA <laughs> mapping and it's been 20 years since, since uh dying of the day and i'm still yeah. waiting for the uh, dna replacement so i i can become a brad pitt but yeah i still it's not still not there what the, the uh you know yeah you, a super virus or a weird virus infections it's here it's here. It's here. It's well. I mean, I think it's. I think it's. It's. It's still plausible. It's not perfect, but it's plausible. Oh, it's more plausible. Um, yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm half joking when I'm saying it's a plot point. It's. it's you know, it's in. The, it is weird. It, it's weird that they made it all like robotic, though. I mean, it could have been just. It could have just ended at uh, the DNA sequencing and its targeted DNA yeah. and everything. But the making it the, the the nanotechnology that, that kind of eats you alive. If it's yeah, a program, kinda, yeah, it kind of uh, bothers me. I, I thought it would have just been like, you know, well, we've we've just modified Ebola, and you know, that's and we made it fast acting, and we we've made it so that it targets certain individuals. I mean, that would have been absolutely more plausible than there's tiny robots that stay inside you forever. Uh, that's maybe something that I had a little bit more difficulty with, but yeah, the. The, yeah, let's 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 move to uh, Matera, I guess. DB five, the DB five looks absolutely wonderful with Matera. Um, 
I kind of do like the um, the the uh, the whole trick of uh, of Blofeld trying to get him to Vesper's grave so he could blow him up because he knows he eventually is going to go there. Um, that kind of coordinated attack. He still has control from the prison, which um, you kind of half expect expect to happen once once we found out that. Christoph Waltz was actually going to be in the film and, and that the scenes that we see him in in the trailers and all that was from him from prison I mean I kind of expected that he was going to be doing some sort of control from prison and for him to have coordinated the attack from prison I mean mafias do it all the time mm. so it's not far-fetched it's not far-fetched and we learn on later in the movie learn this trick and you know, but I, 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 you know, for a fictional character, I mean, I was like, oh, can't these assholes leave her alone? Poor, <laughs> poor girl. I mean, she killed herself uh, because she was she was afraid of of them, and they go come in there and they just you know sabotage her tomb and explode it. And bone probably has like both like pieces of bone from Vesper's corpse in her, stuck oh, in his yeah. body yeah breathing or, or i don't know she might have been incinerated but it's it i found it very gross to, to desecrate the tomb it's you know it, it makes you it makes me in, in, in logically it should make me hate blowfield inspector but since i find blowfield to be such a pathetic villain that spend is spent a portion of his adult life attacking james bond for no other reason than he was a, a jealous jealous that he got a more attention uh, from his dad uh, yeah okay you know if i were james bond when he tells me that you you, you wasted all the time that time and now you're telling yeah. me i'm just gonna you know i, I can always get back in, with her you're still gonna be a j in jail with your with not none of your organization you are a loser mr I, I, I'm, it's it's a, it's a, it's difficult to kind of swallow that this is the direction they went in with the whole uh, Blofeld angle. I mean, they they got the opportunity to bring Spectre and Blofeld back, and they kind of I don't want to call it a wasted opportunity because I'm one of those people who who actually enjoyed Spectre. Um, do I enjoy the fact that they made him his brother? Maybe a little bit less, but I feel that they could have progressed in a different way than the way they did they, they, they could have done you know they, they i i feel like they jumped the condition brought that organization but it's not the place to discuss it i'm just you know what of the things they have to tie everything down at, at the end of the week to wrap the craig era yeah i was actually surprised they tied everything in a satisfying way as somebody who doesn't like spec that version of specter doesn't like that version of bullfield i was glad to see them gone no but the, the way they did it was wasn't you know it, the pace of the movie in its entirety like it's a two hour and what 45 minute movie or two hours, 43. Two hours 30, 43 it goes by really quickly the pacing oh. of the movie is is really really good because you don't have the impression that you've been in there for that long there are no you know what i i i broke my own uh uh, Avengers Endgame Protocol. I drank. Uh, I went to the VIP screening where you can actually uh, get a get some alcohol into your body while watching the movie. And right. I never had to go to uh, a bathroom break. I watched the entire picture 
when uh, with copious amount of uh, liquids uh, without having to need it because it's that good that movie uh, you know you you don't feel like, like time is passing by but it is and at the same time you're so captivated that you know you're like you know let's screw this I know especially the second time you're like oh yeah. this good part's gonna happen this good part's gonna happen or oh, this good part is gonna happen we're saying a lot of negative things, but there's a lot of great things about this movie. And I think the the whole pre-title sequence is really great. You get to um, the the theme song. And as much as I, I'm not a big fan of Billie Eilish and her voice, and I'm not a big fan of this song to begin with, like I'm, there's only, for me in the Craig era, there are only two songs that really actually worked. The rest are kind of really boring. <laughs> this one is a, it's, is one that I find boring. If you want to, this will put me to sleep. But the visuals that went with it, there's a lot of visual elements. I mean, they, they brought back the little Dr. No colored dots. Yeah, at the beginning. Um, and there's a lot of stuff that they brought back. The, the Visually, the, the theme song titles are really good. They really work for me. And then my oh, favorite I'm character. Of the I'm not done. Oh, you're not done. The, oh, my God. I have so much. I've, I've seen, mind you, I've seen this thing twice. You've seen it twice. Yeah. I, and I... You know, I, I am such a fan of Diane Kleinman's work, uh, his art style, the, the yeah, his storytelling. This is not his best work, uh, but on a second viewing, I picked up elements that, you know, I had to, I'm still trying to understand because he, he tried in the previous films, opening credits to tell the story of the film in a sort of artistic uh almost psychedelic way uh this has you know the statues they ha always have flowers growing into them i don't know if you remember that yeah They're yeah yeah, yeah. i noticed that too yeah that's uh the foxglove that uh, madeline swan has in her office oh see i wouldn't have put that together it took like it the took second a... time yeah because then you, uh, you saw them and then you said it again and i was paying more attention and the statues that are crumbling uh are uh all have uh, the trident that at the end of the movie Bond has, uh, and it's associated. Usually, it's a woman, but it's oh. a symbol of uh, British uh, Navy. Right. Yeah. 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 And uh, you know, obviously, the, the guns shooting and the, the sort of sort of doing a DNA spiral. But the yeah. one thing that I'm like, the first time, I'm like, did I just see what I think I saw? And I've on the second viewing, I'm, I, I it confirmed it. Uh, you know, you don't see that many glimpses of sexy women gyrating. The only thing you see is sort of a, a belly, a neck, and I'm wondering to see just a round shape. You're not. Is that a boob? Is no, it's not a boob. Rounding it's in your face. It, it, it's no, it's not a, not a butt. It's actually it's Madeline being pregnant. Oh, see, that's I, I didn't I didn't pick up on that at all. It, it took me a second viewing, and near the end, you see gears and kind of clock elements. You know, it yeah. evokes time, uh, the watch, but also the gear, the giant gear that opens the bunker door at yeah, the end. Okay. Yeah. Oh, there's a lot. So there's a lot of foreshadowing in that. Oh, there's uh, a lot. It's it, you know, I, even a, a third viewing, I think I'm gonna pick up more. But uh, the, the, it surprised me on a, a second view. I was, oh my god, it's all there. 
because the foxglove, you know, I'm still not entirely sure because I'm, I'm trying to, you know, Google mythology and seeing there's, a, you know, even the Heracles virus. I'm not sure if the, the statue is meant to represent Hercules. It's Heracles. It's the, the Roman, yeah. Heracles is the Roman version of Hercules. I don't yeah. remember my mythology. So I, I would have to look, Google that a little bit more. You see, you see a bunch of Saturn's mask uh, being blown also at uh, at times you see the the aston martin uh, elements like that but uh, you know it's 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 a gorgeous sequence it's you know my favorite of the career is probably skyfall and specter casino royale this one and the, the worst one is the one that daniel Kleiman didn't do uh, some uh, quantum yeah it's mk12 it's not bad but he's just he's not telling a story the way that Daniel Kleiman is doing in those other films. And the quantum one is very, I find it was, uh, it was very bland. It wasn't it just like rolling hills it's, it's, of uh, desert. It evokes the earlier era where it's exactly what you said. It's, it's gyrating woman. It's beautiful to look at, but it's, it brings nothing new. It's really... I mean, Casino, Casino was perfect. And uh, I'd argue that, you know, Skyfall and, and Spectre were visually more impressive and, and very good as well. Yeah. So, you know, I don't want to spend too much time, but I had, yeah. I, I had to let my, empty my heart and my uh, emotions to you. We, we get okay. to the, uh, to my favorite character of the movie. My absolute favorite character, the new Boris Obrachev, evil Boris. I, I evil know it's Boris. weird. He's even more like Boris is. You know, he's a, a capitalist and a pig. Yeah, Obrachev is evil. When you find out, and also a, a little bit of a status. He's a sadistic, I, but he's also dumb. Like he's he's very silly. He's very he's not really aware of his surroundings i, I yeah. find like he doesn't aware of how much danger he's actually in but he's like very noble to the idea of what he's doing is is like the thing to do and it's just amazing what he's able to do no, with he's this very, virus he's you know he looks like a kid that's been bullied and very but he's so good he's so oh, good he's so i really i love I, I love the humor that they added to it and the accent and the bumbling buffoon and the kind of they gave him a I don't know. I know that Edgar is familiar with this, but are you familiar with uh, Faulty Towers, uh, the no. John Cleese uh, sitcom? I know. Okay, well, there's I a character on it, but I've never seen it. The Edgar will know what I'm talking about. There's a character on there named Manuel who is the butler, and his second language is English. His first, he's he's uh, he's Spanish, but his his English is absolutely horrible. And I just kind of get that impression, like the way he talks and the kind of like he's smart, but he doesn't. He just sounds dumb because he just can't. Master communicate well and Obrachev is kind of like he's smart and you can tell he's smart but he's also like nobody respects him at the same time like you tell his colleagues like kind of think oh, he's, he's unpleasant uh, he's everyone yeah. hates him because he's unpleasant but he's the best I oh find he's, he's so the, funny he's, you i i, I love best. when he, he gets hit so many times and insulted yeah. and trips <laughs> and banged and i'm like good and when he gets off by naomi when she when he says to her what he says and i'm like oh dude i i, I would i would i would torture you before killing you just for, yeah. for saying that 
And you can see that she's been wanting to do it for a while when she actually does it. She's thought about it. And she's like, okay, that's it. Bye. <laughs> her and the audience also. Yeah. Yeah. The but actor I mean, is in Tinker Taylor Soldier Spy. Yeah. But, uh, you know, uh, he's probably not a racist and a disgusting human being, but uh, he played a good one. Like a very, oh, yeah. you like to hate him villain. And you're. <laughs> You're kind of glad that he goes away when he goes away like yeah and then we get to uh to to jamaica where we finally see bond and he gets back and then he sees that the cigar is there and uh the immediate connection to to die another day in that moment yeah. because I, I i spotted it right away like because uh, in imax it's just so brilliantly clear and in high ultra high definition you see I, delactado i wanted like, to ask you before when we went out and the first thing to it's delactados delactados it's delactados it's written on there <laughs> my favorite bomb movie of all time but I was talking to Bud West and Bud West apparently has a guy who uh, who makes um, cigar bands. So watch out for that. That is probably going to be coming. There's probably going to be someone who's going to be making those delectado oh, sure, sure. bands. And I'm, I'm already got an idea working as I'm going to make a prop cigar with the delectado because that is absolutely something that that needs to be made. And it's 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 nicer than what because in die another day there, there's no band on the cigar and we never get a clear look at the box we never get a clear look at the logos that were used and any of that artwork and i would i really wish that there was if i could get into the eon like books and just see what the art oh you know they probably that. designed it for that movie it, oh they did they absolutely did because it doesn't exist and they never went to cuba but i mean now we have like a really clear image of what the cigar band looks like that's totally totally replicable and i just can't wait for someone to do it because i will i will give them my money for that i absolutely want a delectado prop somewhere <laughs> really display. i didn't notice I, I, <laughs> and, I mean like then he gets to, to to talk to uh to lighter and that's kind of a relationship that i'm glad that they brought back but i think this kind of it, it starts to show the foreshadowing of the end of the craig era because everything that happens from that point point on is the end of like everybody like this is the end of everybody's character that has influence on james bond felix gives him this like william side mission logan ash is also another character that i found was just perfect you get this oh. arrogant like blonde uh, I, I, I have a question for you guy. about logan ash because he's described he describes himself oh i'm a big fan of james bond and yeah. he keeps her fans oh i was such a fan of this guy is yeah. that a comment? Is that what Ian thinks of, of, of Bond fans? No, I don't think so. He's there for so. a reason. You don't, you, know, you don't put that into a movie? No, I don't, I don't think that it, it was a commentary on, on us. I think it was more of... Um, you, think, you think it really is it's, it's pointed I, to I, us? I, who fans? knows? Who knows? But somebody, somebody put it in there and, you know... So, I don't know what they. I, I, honestly, I don't feel like they're talking to me because. But why would they make him such a piece of shit? Like honestly, like that, he, that's that's he, the thing. You you put somewhere something like, oh, I'm a big fan of you, and you turn that person into. Usually, when they do that, it's for comic reason, and he's he's the, the right. character is just a buffoon, right? But, uh, but no, he he turns out to be a piece of shit. 
Yeah, he's he's really he's uh he's he's kills uh, kill like fighter. Kills looks lighter, and he's all working the people for... that were in Casino Royale. The main players are all dead by the end of this movie. Well, yeah, because I mean, the, you get rid of lighter um, in, in that whole sequence in Cuba, and uh, before that, I mean, he meets Paloma. We have to take a moment to. Oh, to discuss... I'm not done with uh, talking about Cuba, though. I have another, another plot point that I only caught on the second viewing, and it's such a minor thing. It's it. I, I, they explain how they got Bond's DNA in, in a simple way because you see him taking his shower, taking his bath, yeah. brushing his teeth. And when Obershev is with the, well, I'm going to call him Spike Lutz because he's the guy that with the fake eye. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he's well, giving, he, Bond has the, he has Bond's toothbrush and he takes a speck of it and puts it in the DNA scanner. That's how they got Bond's DNA. I didn't see that happen. I oh, only caught oh, it yeah. the second time. Yeah. I'm not making it up. That's how they okay when he's uh when he's in the in the meeting before the meeting when he's yeah preparing before the meeting the before he switches the DNA and he's scanning the DNA he's scanning Bond's DNA in the toothbrush well because that was that was the intended target of yes. this attack um but yeah but I mean like before I I couldn't understand what the game him and Felix were playing in the bar like they had change in their hands and they kept they shaking it and they had different amounts of change in the hand. Uh, you know it was they have to guess the because each each one was had change in their hand they were changing the change that they have in their ends and uh, it, they, they they had to guess how much their both their their uh their their change combined uh when make and i think at the end felix has nothing and bone has like yeah. two so felix yeah. has nothing he's gonna die There's yeah. a lot of, like, it, I think that's foreshadowing, though. Like, There's a lot of foreshadowing that I'm, I'm sure that on a second viewing, we would pick up on a lot more. And there's there's stuff that I picked up on, like, after you'd realize, well, well, this, 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 this. They, they're, they're preparing us for this ending, the whole yeah. movie. But anyway, then he meets Nomi, and, you know, she's, she fakes the, the Jamaican accent pretty okay, but he sees right through her, and that's kind of a, a strange exchange and you know he's he's forbidden from going to cuba and interfering with the mi6 mission and he's like he knows that m did something wrong and he's trying to figure out what m did because i don't think that in in this relationship he really respects m as much as he did judy dench uh, that and entire I mean, movie could, could be called what m did Well, and you know what? That's one of the other things that I kind of have an issue with is that, you know, at the end, they never, and throughout the movie, he, in Skyfall, Judy Dench gets, you know, the slap on the wrist, she gets called into parliament, she gets this whole, this whole thing. And in this movie, not once do we see another government official come in and start questioning him directly. Uh, Inspector, we saw it with with C. Um, you know, we, we see other people interact with him about stuff he's doing, but in this one, like nothing. And this is the worst thing that he's ever done ever. Uh, you know, this is the worst thing that any M has ever done. Yes. And because of him, Bond dies. Like he, and the like, he creates the weapon. He cre he's essential in the weapon that poisons Bond. He's a, he yeah. sends the missile that kill Bond, and I'm probably missing something else, but you know he's completely responsible uh, for for Bond's demise at the end. It's it's, it's, it's absolutely unaccountable for it. Like there's no yeah. accountability for anything that he's done throughout this entire movie. And then at the end, they're all like, you know, 
celebrating James, but like, should you still be there? Like, isn't there? Yeah, you you should be packing your things in a box and. Yeah, I mean, they shut him down. Exactly. But anyway, uh, so that's for box 26. That, uh, that we'll have to discuss that near the end what, what we think is going to happen next because we're not quite there yet oh, no, we still not. have to get to Cuba fake Cuba because we know it's not really Cuba but he goes to Cuba and meets meet my, oh, we meet my favorite character and as Edgar says now my wife uh, apparently I'm married to Ana de Armas because we have the same drinking habit we sort of Jerry uh, Cook? no our martinis the way we consume our martinis uh-huh. is like one big uh, gulp. It's like ah. I, I kind of like I imagined her to be more serious than she actually turned out to be. I thought that you know when I saw her first in the roll call in in Golden Eye at Golden Eye for the the premiere, I'm like she just looks. I hadn't seen her in anything. I just found that she looked kind of dumb. Like I just oh, really. She's just, I'm like this is kind of like. I, she's going to be like Stephanie Sigmund in the in the beginning of Spectre, and she's just going to kind of be there. And she's going to have like a one line, and she's just there because she's extremely attractive, and she's still extremely attractive. She has a few more lines than one line, and she's just kind of ditzy. She's the perfect Bond girl. She's kind of like the combination of um, of BB or Didi or whatever her name is. In um, I would say more. Uh, what's her name in Live and Let Die? Or even you like know, Mary Goodnight being more. No, no. Uh, what's her name? Uh, anyway, but she's more like Mary Goodnight, but competent. She's like, competent, but ditzy. she's naive at the same time, and she's yeah, ditzy, she, and she's kind of like she's bubbly. Like I found her bubbly. so bubbly and excited, sort of excited and lively, and just fun. Like uh, you know, I. But then I don't she know come, what... turns out to be a complete badass. <laughs> yeah, but she's not. She doesn't look. She's tough, but she does. She doesn't go the. Uh, she doesn't do a John McClane face. She she no. looks completely concentrated, but she she's super efficient. But she's still like funny and but not funny in a like. She's not telling jokes. She's just bubbly. She looks fun when she says that. Yeah. Oh, next time stay longer. I'm like oh, but there won't be a next time. There won't be a next time. I, I just the yeah, awkward I, when when she's taking out the suit uh, bag. Oh, and they, they, and they she... made some like sexy, <laughs> sexy joke. It's gonna sound, ooh. And, and that's I, perfect. But then and then people were complaining like, oh well, this and and Jean brought this up after when when we were walking away from the movie. You guys were of uh, the James Bond Quebec. Jean of James Bond Quebec, also a member of James Bond Club France, who we've had uh, the pleasure of of, of uh, being friends with, and I've you know getting to know him a little bit better um and he said you know this isn't this wasn't like a traditional bond movie because he didn't sleep around like he had the opportunity to maybe sleep with out of the armis well maybe oh, they could have written there. it the, 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 that way but the movie but they decided not to and <laughs> i think that is really points towards the direction this movie was going in yeah, the fact the, that he doesn't sleep with her yeah they, 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 they can't you can't write a story where bond is considering of like a traditional family life uh with him sleeping around um you know they did it with the i don't imagine secret service and that makes the entire relationship with tracy sort of huh a bit weird but, but this is but he had already in this 
in this situation, he's already gotten the closure. It's five years after he's broken up with Madeline Swan. He wants nothing to do with her. He's convinced that she's with Spectre. He's moved on. Opportunity was there. They chose not to do it because this is how they were kind of like finishing. Yeah, but it wouldn't work like with the narrative they were going for. It, it was oh, not. Could have, he had time for a quickie. Yeah, yeah, but I know. But you're telling. You want to? Do you want to talk about what the story is trying? Oh, to but make with the narrative, that's what I'm saying. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, yeah he, of course, he could have. You know, he could have even banged. Uh, what's her face, Naomi? He could have banged all all the chicks that he meets. But it's not that kind of like it's a James Bond that that is in love. It kind of betrays. It would. It, it, you would feel sort of like when you feel when you watch. Um, on his Majesty's Secret Service, it kind of negates the love story a little bit. I well, you're not a big fan of like, Majesty's Secret Service. No, so I'm not. But I mean, I mean, I know what you mean. But at the beginning, he's he's in love with her and he's trying to save her and everything. And then there's kind of like this middle part. Okay, where he like, has a lineup of girls that he bangs for like one night. <laughs> he shows up and it's like a hair. Oh, and she, yeah. Oh, I'm in love with you. Uh, yeah, weren't you the guy that was like uh, having a. Uh, Sort of, an you just orgy. get out of a serious relationship, <laughs> yeah. You weren't sure having an orgy in the mountain, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, but no, I, that, that's kind of like a, a weird thing. And then you know, we get to he, he, him and her kind of capture uh Boris Gorbachev, and they and they able to Gorbachev, I like that. More. They're able to weasel him out. I think it's Waldo his name too. So this even yeah. makes it even even funnier. So they get Waldo out by by the airplane that he steals from Nomi. That he ends up getting stolen back from Logan Ash, who um, Bond. What does he say? He's he's far, He smiles too much. Um, he smiles. So, he calls him Book of Mormon. Yeah, uh, Book Mormon. of Mormon, which is <laughs> which I found was it's. I mean, it is such a great description for the guy. Um, and you know he betrays Bond, and and uh, and you kind of like you see it coming, but it's not like instantaneous. Like there's a build up to the betrayal, and there's a build up to to the discussion. That the 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 argument gets more heated and heated. And I think this is this is kind of like maybe it's Kerry Fukunaga's style. I haven't really seen anything other of his, but the he lets the tension build, and it's not like you know just they just did deliver the lines and they just got to it. Like they, they built the tension and bang, then, you know, Wolga Nash or Ash or whatever turns on everyone. Oh, you know, it's, you know, there's, there's, you know, they, they, it's, you, it, you, you, you can see it coming, but it's, the characters are not saying it. It's, it's like they're, they're too focused on, on the interrogation, but because of the staging of the camera, you see him sort of starting to lurk back. And he's, yeah. he's looking at them from, and you, you can tell what's going to happen. The cinematography is honestly, is honestly amazing. I mean, it's, it's, it's so well done and it's not, it's not un Bond film like, because I, mean, oh, I think it's no Royale. I'm going to say something that you might know. I, I, I hope you're comfortable seated. Do you have armrests? Do you have solid yeah. armrests on your, okay. You're comfortable. Hold yourself. Yeah. yeah. I think it looks better than Casino Royale. I, I honestly do like the style of, of the filming uh, better just because the the use of color yes. um, the, the 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 framing of everything um, I mean the Martin Campbell is a great is, director I, I think it's the, the most beautiful of all the Craig era I mean the last two were yeah. these great dreary this sort of 
depressing. Oh, Skyfall and Skyfall and and, and, and Spectre. Spectre were definitely in, in like Spectre was very blue and you had a lot of yellows in, in Skyfall but and very um, sort of muted colors, sort of grayish. Yeah, and, and we got and, a lot of vibrant colors out of this one. Yeah, uh, you know, Quantum is probably the, aesthetically probably the third best looking, and Casino is beautiful, but it's, it has a lot of grain that I find mm, sometimes. Um, but the framing of everything in Casino compared to, oh, to but, but, No Time to Die, I, I think I like the way that the movie is shot and framed and the cinematography is just a little bit, it's that much different that it makes it better in that sense. Just I don't know. That... I, 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 it's too early for me to 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 call to, to discuss all day because there's also a lot of staging. Because one thing I like about movies is the cuts are sacred, and the way you yeah. move the camera, and sometimes, kind of like Quantum, it cuts are not sacred in Quantum. The staging <laughs> is horrible. The you know there, there are some nicely composited shots when you can hold the frame for more than uh, well, hold the screen more than two frames, uh, but. Yeah, it, yeah. It's, it's not, it's not, uh, it doesn't pay respect and tribute to classic uh, filmmaking and Bond filmmaking. Uh, but you know, damn, I liked the way, just, just aesthetically, the, the color palette they used, every location is, even, even a dreary place like Satin's Lair is pretty oh, to look beautiful. at. Oh, yes. it's, it's beautifully shot. But it's and, all dark, gray, depressing, but you know that. The, but they, there's they, light, and there's it, like diffused light, and there's yes. there's a lot of smoke. And it's a lot of you know, smoke. My, but there's my favorite, probably aesthetically, uh, is in the Norway when they they have that yeah. battle in in um, sort of the. It's supposed to be fog, but it, obviously it's they just put smoke into yeah. a forest and just film there. But the but forest shots are are nice. I mean, like it's you get haunting. The... It's it's uh, it's the most beautiful uh, location. Not not beautiful location, but it's be beautifully shot segment in the movie. It's just gorgeous. Compare that to the jungle scene in, in GoldenEye, and there's like it's you're you're talking about similar locales, and you're talking about you know, foliage and, and yeah. you know, when Xenia, when Xenia attacks him at the end. Yeah, I know, but I think that's a tree. set. That's why I'm, 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 it's a set. No, no, it's just, right. it's obviously a set in no time to die too. There's parts of it that it's a set. It's oh, not all shot in the forest. I think the, I think they might've shot the thing entirely in the forest. You think so? Even with the part with, uh, I, I the, the car chase scenes and all that for most of the part, I, I believe that probably yes. But the, the scene where she's hiding with the child we haven't got to that yet, but when she's hiding in that little kind uh, you of like shelter, I'll, 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 you know, it's we, hard we, to we, say, but we'll wait for the book to come out to explain ooh, us. Oh, or I mean, some, and as we learn, because we watch obviously everyone that watches the entire credits sees at the end that there's a tax credit from uh, Quebec, a government that was given to the movie because it's a NBC, huh? NBC. I, I, I saw Cinecite. Okay, I didn't, I didn't see the NBC. I saw Cinecite, another one. There's a few that are based in Montreal. I don't think I saw NBC. I don't think they got that contract, or if they did, it's through another division. But uh, I did see Cinecite, another one. Who knows? They might have worked on one of those sequences. So we'll see if we can get somebody on the show. Um, well, yeah, I, I'd, yeah, that, I was curious to see at the end of that. I, I don't know if they were just working on like the CGI and things like that, or if it was anyway. Uh, that aside, I mean, yeah, the color palette is great. So Bond escapes after, you know, Felix getting 
murdered, which is the first death and to, to kind of cause the end of this Craig era that kind of marks that it's ending, it's over, something's happening. Yeah, they're closing the book on the Craig era. And yeah. They might bring him back on, on, in another movie. You can always write, I was just faking my death or it was my twin brother we'll, we'll get we'll get to that i think in another another episode for bond 26 because i think there's a bit of a divergence of opinion on how this needs to be approached for the next one but oh, anyway you, I, I, I don't get too much into it uh, we're, we're halfway end. through this one. Oh, are we, <laughs> we halfway? I don't, I don't even think we are halfway through well he gets uh, to england i mean that there's a whole big england part where you know he goes to mi6 uh, and it's all kinds of boring chit chat and there's i was gonna uh, say it's so boring that chit chat but there's a couple scenes when he's talking to M about his desk being bigger or him being smaller yes yes definitely the same desk but you can tell you can tell that that's like they're they're building the fact that he doesn't trust M and I don't think he's really ever trusted M no but he doesn't trust M because he he knows that M messed up he he knows M messed up and he knows that he's not going to live up to it like Judy Dench had because Judy Dench messed up and she still you know she she owned up to it and she finished the job she got everything done she she helped Bond track down you know the the real people who were involved in the death of his former lover and et cetera et cetera and he got it done this one I think is just like he's mad at him since since Skyfall so uh, or sorry, sorry, since Spectre with the whole, you know, he defies him in the pre-title sequence. They I don't never, think he ever they really never respects him. Chummy. They never built a relationship. No. So much Where that, has he respected Judy Dench? Yeah, so much that I, I, as much as I like Ray Fine, if they say in Bond 26, they're recasting the role, I perfect, like that, to me, that character is tainted. He has, he, yeah. Like, I, I, I you don't can't like, go into the next one without explaining this one. Unless they do like a Judy Dench reboot and he plays it like completely different. But uh, then you're going to get that, that you're going to just be so wanting that conclusion and you'll never get it. It'll never be satisfying. But anyway, yeah, well, so he gets back to, he, he gets, he gets out the V8 Vantage, which is gorgeous, gorgeous, gorgeous car. The, the, out of all the Aston Martins that he's had, it, for me, it would be the DB5, the Vantage, uh, and then it goes to the DB, the the um, the Vanquish from Die eh, Another Day. I'm more uh, a BMW kind of guy. I never liked the BMWs, but I always thought the BMWs that he drove were the wrong choices of BMWs. But that's that's the only Bond car I can day. own. So they're 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 the best. That's uh, true. It's true. But anyway, so he gets the, 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 the you know, M swears a little bit. And there's the bit of the Honor Her Majesty's theme that kind of plays throughout there. That's <sighs> not, we have all the time in the world because we get that a couple of times. <sighs> but we get the Majesty's theme that's through there. Even if there's more of a You Only Live Twice influence in this movie, <sighs> there is a little bit of Majesty's in there. You don't like that? You don't like the... the, the uh, you know what? I, yeah, I'll, I'll keep my, 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 my thoughts on, on uh, all, all those types of elements to the end. It's, it's, it's not... I'll just preface that. It's, it's meant to have a, a, an effect that I, I don't think is, is correct. I think I, I, I think I'll, I'll, I'll misplaced nostalgia. I, I'll, 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 I'll talk about it later at the end. Eventually, I mean, yeah, I just don't want to spend too much time, but you know, there's, yeah. there's, 
and there's a nostalgia spectrum that you know you can stay in and i think that movie it goes all over the place and it, I find it, that it ends up not being able to some degree not entirely but it, it misses an opportunity to build its own um its own iconicity uh right and, and instead just regurgitates what's been done before when they, but I they, find I find that a lot of the soundtracks start to sound alike, like there's a lot of recycled stuff from soundtrack to soundtrack in the last yes. couple of ones. Even if oh. you've changed composers, uh, you, you get like certain themes that that come back. I mean, we see your Vespers theme in this song a couple in this movie a couple yeah. of times. Spectre um, is entire uh, is completely recycled material from, from Skyfall. Oh yeah, I, I can't tell them apart. Like if you told me if you played two tracks from both soundtracks and try to get have me guess which one was which, the only one that I can recognize is Shanghai Drive from from Skyfall because I use that as my alarm clock in the morning and and I love that as my alarm clock. I think it has such a nice groove to it. But everything else, you take any other song from any of the fight sequences or the chase sequences and they just sound exactly the same. Yeah, Whereas not, this one, like it's it's all nostalgia stuff. Like it's a great Bond album because it's got all this nostalgia elements, but it doesn't stand alone as being a good soundtrack. It's you all keep my thoughts for the end. Like I I have issues with the nostalgia nature of this movie, but finally here we are. Yes, back to Blofeld. Back and to Blofeld. The only psychiatrist he'll talk to is Madeline Swan. Who, which they never explain, works in London, but has a house in the woods in the middle of Norway where he, anyway, we'll, we'll see this a little bit later, but anyway, she's working I, in London. You know what? That little thing that they drag him in, sort of that little <laughs> I, I, motorized. I, no, they, they, uh, they play music to make it look so scary and intimidating and oh, boo, Blofeld's coming. And yeah. I'm like, this uh, I would love to see the rushes of that because it's probably goofy as hell because well, it yeah. just looks stupid. It's just awkward. <laughs> what is and it it's like? and it's and it's 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 it just doesn't work. I'm not a fan of that character. Everything they everything they, they everything he says, everything they, they try to do to make him scary has the opposite effect. I'm like, you're a loser. It's, he's not scary. He's not imposing. He's funny, and he's he's got he's quirky, and he's got uh, he's got the right attitude. But he's not. Um, they didn't make him scary enough. I mean, at the end of the Spectre, he starts getting kind of, you know, creepy, scary. But they needed to make it more so to make it credible because now he's just back to like, uh, you know, geekly little schoolgirl, like saying, "Ha ha, I'm still." controlling things in the shadows and you know i was still yeah. able to do this nah, 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 nah. yeah you Whereas did all of this Spectre. but you're still in jail yeah and you're still like eating prison food which is probably not very good you still have to ask to go to, to the bathroom you can yeah. probably never go outside and I think they meant it to be kind of like Hannibal Lecterish, and it just didn't. Oh, they, like, they, they've been doing that since like the since 2008. They've been copying the Dark Knight. But they did that in Star Trek yeah. Into Darkness. They did that in Skyfall. It, it's ridiculous. I'm tired of that. Thankfully, they kill. I love the way he gets killed. Die, Blofeld, die. I gotta. I, think, I mean, he would have killed him anyway. I mean, he could have, like, he could have choked him out without the, the nano thing. Oh, I he, mean, he could have. I know, but, anyway, I, but I find it. 
fu- it's kind of goofy the, the way that he dies because he kind of dies off screen because they're they're, they're having does. the synthesis show. You, you, yeah. Blah 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 blah. Yeah, broke protocol and no, 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 like, no, no, they no. turn around. Oh, he's dead. <laughs> uh, oh, oh shit! Oh, <laughs> did I do dabs? Uh, and then you know she goes on. The, Nomi is sent on the trail of Logan Ash, and Bond goes back to Norway with Madeline Swan. After Madeline Swan is convinced by Safin to perfume herself to deliver this virus that she's unknowingly delivering, that Bond unknowingly gets off of her to put on to Blofeld. Uh, the, the the mask. I think the mask could have been scarier, to be honest. Like I could, they could have I, maybe with the music, or they could have maybe had a scene kind of in between with Safin where we where we saw him wearing the mask again. Because the mask only really has significance in the beginning, and then it yeah. shows up like in the box, and then we never see it again. So this is why. No, you like, see when you asked me earlier. You see, you see, you see briefly at the end if you're looking when they're in sort of the. The manufacture manufacture room of the the virus. When uh, Seven starts to get talking to Bound, Bound, uh, Bond, the screen is showed a mask again, which for Bond means nothing because he's never seen that mask. But ex- that's but exactly it's there. my point, though. Like if if it had shown up before, if they kind of like made a bigger deal of it of of who this guy is, because they, they never like Safin is never really on their radar, anyone's radar. They never really talk about you know how he's he's involved in all this. And I think if they kind of put a little bit more into the the mask that he wears and that he's worn it before and it's not just to go kill mr white he's worn it to do other things you know one thing that i heard one of the rumors that turned out to be wrong but i you know i wouldn't be surprised that you know with all the rewriting they've done i one point it might been might have been through is that safin and madame swan were brother and sister i would have believed that like I, that's what I honestly that thought. That kind of makes more link. sense for him to. Um, I'm gonna bring my sister into my compound and with my 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 niece and uh, him right. bringing uh, some chick that he's met once, twenty years ago, that he coerced into killing one of his last enemy. Oh, he's in love, but you know, I, it, it, it's it's kind of like, but he wanted to kill her because I mean, the T was meant to kill her. I don't know, we're, we're kind of getting ahead of oh, ourselves. Oh, really? So he just wants the daughter that he her. lets go? Which this that's that's one of my major issues with the movie. One of the one things that stick out, and it's like Spectre with him being with with Blofeld being his brother. It's one of those plot elements that doesn't kill the entire movie for me, but just doesn't sit well. So he gets to Norway. He meets Madeline Swan again. She explains the whole thing. He kind of forgives her. And then, think, think, the slinky comes down the stairs, and there's this blue-eyed, blonde-haired girl there. And no, Stuck. it's not yours. Yeah, she's, she's not, anyway, air color aside. She's a, another, a adorable right. little girl. I, honestly, I was like, oh, I just, just, I just, oh, I, I want to cook for her. Like, I'm, I'm, and I'm, then, I'm I, I love kids. I love yeah, feeding my nephew. I love playing with kids in the proper yeah. way. And I was like, oh, that's <laughs> a do- another. Yeah, but I need to prefer that yeah. these days. Like, I, I, it's just if, I, a child's imagination and, you know, it, the, the, their astonishment at life is just, ah, oh, it makes you feel younger. Um, but yeah, she, 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 it's good casting. Whoever. This spectacular it's girl. It's uh, she. She doesn't have much to do, 
And I think they digitally either erased her digitally or added her digitally in some scenes because there are scenes when Bond confronts Saffin that in the trailers she's completely missing and they right yes because of the, the kneeling scene where he's at the table yeah. and bond is talking to him she's not there but in the actual in actuality she's there and i'd be i'd be interested to see if, what they did did they add her or did they remove her for me that's it's it's very problematic she's her whole presence is problematic because take her out of the picture completely take her out of the movie completely doesn't make a difference in the plot replace no. that scene where they're where he's oh, face there to face with um, only at for, the end so, for uh, uh so so that you know emotional ending where she's being told the, the story of her father that she's there for for just but that bit that, take that out skip that if madeline swan had been the one who was standing next to safin at the end when they're kneeling and then you know bond attempts to shoot them they drop through the floor and everything if that had been madeline swan instead of madeline madeline swan's daughter or james bond's daughter would it have made a difference in the entire film no that was up for me the kid is absolutely unnecessary it's an added little thing that they put in there they tried to tie it into the story they did something that's never been done before it's only been alluded to in the books that he had a kid with Kissy Suzuki and the end of oh, only yeah, twice. Yeah. It's now used as a tool for our emotions. For me, it didn't sit well. For my wife, it did not sit well at all because- Oh, I know had, your wife. She must have been- like, She did not like that. She didn't like the beginning. And I knew she wasn't gonna like the beginning because it's a kid getting, you know, you know, half murdered and left to die. And that didn't sit well with her because she, she, it's, you know, one of her worst fears. And then you add to the then you add that at the end, and it, it just felt so unnecessary. Like even me, like I'm I'm sensitive to that too as as a father, but it just felt so unnecessary to have her involved in the plot at all. Like they could have cut her out and just left the whole storyline with Madeline Swan. You would have saved ten minutes of the movie, and it, you would have gotten to the same conclusion because he would have probably made the same choices. You can't have that. That that final line is his name is Bond James Bond. They you somebody really wanted to end this way. They did, and but so it, it does it does it work with her? Yes, it works with her. Would have worked without her? Yes, it would have. Worked oh, it would, her, in my opinion. Like you, you know, she's she's uh well they deleted her from the trailer for for a reason. She's not that because important. Christ, if they had left her in, I mean, imagine imagine if they had let her left her in. You know what? It's something that uh, um, I think it's it's Jean that brought this up to us is that usually, and you might have been there when he said it, usually in previous Bond movies, they don't uh, bring children into the plot. The worst right. or the most you're going to get is a joke, yeah. a side joke. And she's... Man with a golden gun. Yeah. Or the kid in Diamonds Are Forever. That's the most you're going to get. Yeah. Like yeah. Children. yeah, yeah audience now she's a, a character in the movie and it is weird when bond puts it, it, like it's the bonus is the bond franchise is a fantasy for sorry middle demand that are actually themselves family men and yeah <laughs> yeah yourself. it is absolutely even, even i am not like a family man but you know it's still but you're family oriented yeah, I'm I'm family oriented, and I'm still, 
you know, um, I'm, I'm another uh, a guy who lives like a, 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 a eternal teenager that drinks a lot, uh, has an, uh, lots of uh, sex with anonymous uh, chicks. I'm not that type of guy. And right. yet they, 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 they put that character that, you know, as, as men or even, you know, women, we, we, he's, he's a comic book character that we live through. And they put him in a scenario that it, it feels counter nature. And it, it, they're, they're trying to, let's explore the art of James Bond. I'm like, that's not necessarily the type of character you can't, you kind of make him more like the other characters that were uh, putting a child in danger i'm sorry that's john mcclain that's like it's dire yeah. it's not it's not james bond it's, it's no it isn't it's that's what really didn't sit well with me this it's really my only hang up with the movie because the fact if we get if we skip right to the end the death of james bond or the supposed There's so death much of stuff james that bond. we we but, but i get it it's late and you probably want to go to bed but yes no, no, but I mean, we're skipping, we're skipping through stuff that, like, you know, everyone else has kind of covered. There's a lot of great action scenes. He gets to the the beautiful, beautiful set that harkens back to the book, uh, oh, really the, book Garden, Christ, of the Garden of Death. I'm so glad they did that. I'm so glad that they finally you know, one thing did that, that I'm, I, I, I thought was so uh, I, I, second one. I'm like, you are so stupid. Is when he opens the bunker doors for the first time. Pierce yeah. Brosnan would have thrown a, 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 a chain into the gears or found some way to sabotage it in five seconds. And this yeah. idiot like doesn't think about it and just, like down, goes down the stairs, avoids the corpse, picks up the kid's toy, and, blah, 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 and yeah. just as he's about to go in the boat, uh-oh. Uh, yeah, Pierce uh, Brosnan would have jammed a wrench in there to make sure that it didn't open, and then he would have left. Like he would have made sure that that if he's leaving it open, it stayed open. He just like, well, there's no one here. I'm just gonna leave it open. I'm gonna leave, and he doesn't realize that he's never actually killed Safin. Like he never confirmed yeah. that Safin is dead, and carelessness on the part of James Bond. Yeah, but she this, is more careless. That set is just and the colors again. Like I made me kind of think of Squid Game just because that's out now. The uh, the kind of the, like the water with the lights and everyone's in the jumpsuits. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't play video games. I, the one no, thing I, that show. bothered me the, the, the first time I saw it, I only caught it in the second time, is that they leap into the water that you had seen previously people in scrubs sort of yeah. rushing. But it's I, I noticed my, that the first time. Uh, it's on the second watch. And I noticed that it's when the bunker opens, the water drains, and when he puts it back together, like the water starts filling up again. So it's yeah, you assume that it's not contaminated the water. We assume that it's just fresh, you know, river water, water lake water. Swim around in that and wash it. But to, like, to, to bring that, bring those elements from the novels into into film and doing it kind of like a Ken Adams style, like getting a mm -hmm. really big, like the, the, the sets are, are big and, and that's a gorgeous set. I would just wish they use it a tiny bit more. I wish the, the, I, I wish that Bond threw uh, Saf in, in, in something toxic that he just like, ah! would have been a more, would have been more satisfactory, but at the same time, like they could have cut away to it. Um, like in ways that they've done before, like, you know, in other movies where you would cut away to the villain in his lair. I could have would have appreciated it just like, you know, a little quick scene in the halfway through the movie, kind of like cutting away to it and seeing mm. preparations and, and stuff. 
it could have been uh, an interesting thing to do because that feels kind of wasted to have made this gorgeous set with all these these intricate pieces and different rooms and all of it all interconnected and the big hanging you know lights and and the the chemicals everywhere and and I think there's some there's one thing that we kind of maybe all missed and I don't know if you picked up on this as well at the very end Saffin says our first customers are arriving and there's two of those unknown boats that are coming towards the mm-hmm. island. Um, like we all kind of, there's a lot of people who who online have, and I haven't read a, a lot of the reviews. I know that Roland Hulme um, had a review in regards to this. What was Safin's plan? I mean, it's obvious he was selling this to the highest bidder. Like this was going to be like the new Yeah, but who's buying weapon. it? We never find out. This is one of the loose ends that we never get to. M never gets punished. We never know who's buying this stuff. Uh, other than 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 Spectre, like was there any was Safin working with anyone else? He's got this huge organization Stromberg to himself, or Hugo Drax, Hugo Drax, or you know Dominic Green. It could have been Quantum, like the new Quantum. Like it could have been so many things, and we never. There's another one of those loose ends that we never get. Like the the, the boats are coming, but they never cut away to the boats. Never see the boats. Like, There's a like, lot of like, things that you never see. Like they you, talk about it, but they never see. They never visually it's, like it's, clue it's is in that talk. Don't show. You don't. They never show. You know. You never. You're never shown something. You know uh, something. Saffin having a picture of Blofeld, uh, and yeah. you know something. You know something that tells you. Oh, he really hates that guy. That's the guy. There's nothing like that. They're it's very linear. It's very linear with James Bond. Like he's in every single scene, right. and it's just let's let's follow him the whole time and not cut to anybody else. It's him the whole time. Yeah, the, so it's, it's, there's some things that says I'd say en français, it's a it's a it's a less disease. We know it's a it's not a perfect movie. I say you know there are more complete Bond films. Uh, but you, you, you know, you, you come, you have to step above those to, to, to enjoy the picture or just, yeah. you know, it's it, emotionally the, the movie works. I, f- I feel like it's a movie that's very emotional and works uh, a lot as an emotional movie. But when it comes to plot uh, and characters, ooh, that's a little no, bit. Waldo, Waldo Obrachev. Best. Now that's that's comedy though. I'm 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 talking about the dramatic uh, aspects. Yeah. You know, yeah, they're they're thin a little bit. Let's talk about you know. Let's dig into Bond's death. Is he dead? Is one thing, and that that I think that hinges on what they do next, because if the next movie is a continuation of this one, right, right, then... right now. We'll table that for a while because right now the movie's telling us that he's dead. Like the movie tells us that he's bone. The movie's telling us that his body was never recovered. They never say that. They 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 never say anything. That's what that's that's another thing that they don't move up. They just they do the little. They they they're having the scotch and they're they're toasting him, but they never there's and he's reading the eulogy, but there's never. There's never a funeral. There's never mention of a body. There's never mention. Can of I any well, of this. can I say something that that you know I found the way the first time I was like I, I was just like huh, but the second time I was like oh this is this is this is goofy. It's really goofy that a hundred missiles drop on him. That's what you need yeah. to kill James. It feels 
all of them because you you know it, you, you, you compare other heroes fictional heroes because that's a trope now it's it's becoming a trope in the 21st century we kill our heroes we killed batman we killed superman we killed logan we killed luke skywalker on solo i'm probably missing more and that's they, an unfair comparison though i find for for the for the bond universe i i, I let, let me finish my my, yeah. my, my comparison oh, sorry go ahead because all ahead. of them die in, in, all these characters usually die in sort of more personal way if a way that feels you know like he's gonna get something in the, the stomach or he's gonna get impaled and it feels like close and this is it's goofy there's 100 missiles that drop on him the end i'm like I, I, okay, you, you know, we've seen that guy. You compare that to Casino Royale, which is you know the the, 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 the action season Casino Royale, mm. and it's yeah. supposed to be in same universe, and he dies by multiple missile concussion explosion. It's yeah. it, it, it is goofy. To, I, I I you know okay I I, I you know you, you can you, you have to go through you have to accept it, but just I I thought it was. It's not the way I feel like James James Bond should die either in a gunfight or in like a close quarter combat, and he sort of has to you know it, it just he just walks out and just like. Eh, but Wogan, I'm like tired. you mentioned, Wogan, and Wogan is kind of like the best way to kill for me the, the hero because I mean he's he's defeated all the bad guys and he's just absolutely exhausted, but he he really does. You know, he finishes everyone off, and then he and he's dying just like, throughout the movie, and he's, he's dying poisoned. throughout the movie already. And so it kind of is like fitting that he dies that way. I think one of the other kind of tropes that come into play in for this movie in particular, and, and conversations that I've had after and even before, is Washana Lynch's character becoming 007. I think the expectation was that she becomes 007. We all understood that before the movie came out. We understood it why during the movie, I have zero issue with that. But I think the expectation of some non-believers or not true hardcore Bond fans is that the next movie uh -huh. is not a James Bond movie, but a 007 movie and she's the star. And I think that's one of those superhero things that you get into like, this is not Captain America. You know, Captain America dies and, you know, uh, Winter Soldier or Falcon take over as the new Captain yeah, but America. The thing is that we're not fan of the number 007. That's not, we don't go see these movies for, for, for but, to, to, to watch a man that has a number, which we never but people, see on screen. But people now expect 007, the next 007 movie, not the next James Bond movie, the next 007 movie to be Nomi. 007 is the number, but you see clearly in the post credits, James Bond will return. It's not 007. The series isn't called James Bond. We, it we, is we, Ian Fleming's 007. We, so, well, I mean, did you did I make you stay to, to, to see the entire? Yeah, uh... <laughs> yeah, yeah. I stayed with you because I I was you were sitting there and I'm like, and I'm talking to Jean. I'm like, because he had seen it already. I was like, are we? Expecting something to happen in the post credits, or is, is or is it worth it to stay? And and it was James Bond will return. That's what we needed to see. Yeah, that's the regardless only of how this see. movie, uh, regardless of how this movie ended, all we need to know is that James Bond will return. Not 
007 will be back, not next Naomi. movie, Naomi, Naomi starring as... No name Naomi, because she doesn't have a last name. She just has yeah. a first name. 007. They couldn't afford one. <laughs> so uh, James Bond will return one way or another. And I think that the, the, we have to kind of kill, like, I mean, I've, I've, I've said that I've been a fan of the idea of Felix Leiter getting his own spinoff show. Apparently that's, that's going to be dead. That's, that's not, not happening. happening for sure now. But I mean, if there was going to be an expanded universe, because that's all anyone ever talks about now is the expanded cinematic universes. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm expanding media verse uh, I, i'm going to coin that term if it doesn't exist now it exists i want to send them see them video games cartoons uh comic more comics books more r- r- books yeah, we've had that, that. we've had that enough. for years yeah but not, not enough, enough. But we've had not enough that for and years and somewhere or not under one single entity i think that that's my main goal but i want to bring up the nostalgia that you know you have all the time we, we have all the time in the world that plays at the end yeah, that's not a Daniel Craig mo- song. It's a song from it's a George Lazenby song that from from 50 years ago. Why is it playing yeah. at the end of the movie? They couldn't make their own song. The other, you know what the the, the 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 premise of the Daniel Craig era that I liked when Casino Royale is that we're gonna do things differently. We're gonna go into mm. other terms, and it turned into this mishmash that. Sometimes they did something differently, boldly, and sometimes it turned into into they're eating their own yeah. nombril uh, mousse. Uh, non- yeah. mousse what do you call mousse de nombril in English? Uh, b- belly button lint. Yeah, they're eating their own belly button. Ooh, this is tasty. Like, yeah. the but I mean, it's, it's Skyfall. They've been why, doing that why is because... the va- no? But why is the vintage in the movie? Because the director liked that car right. more than he liked. George Lazenby's car because it should be if, if you're going to do something like that why is it not George Lazenby's car but why, why isn't, isn't it the not... new why isn't it the well, I mean the new Aston Martin DBS Voyager is there and it's Nomi driving it uh the, the we see the other one the the Valkyrie that's in the that's we that we saw on the road in Norway and they decided to not make it that car and there was the Vantage or whatever reason that was but it, it became just in Q's lab why didn't they have a more modern Aston Martin and I mean, I did a whole interview with the author of James Bond's DB5, Will Lawrence, about the significance of the, the DB5. But at the same time, Edgar mentions to me, well, how are we expected to believe that at the Aston Martin DB5, a 1964 DB5 in GoldenEye is faster and it can outperform the Ferrari that Zinianatop is driving? And it, it, it can't. The, the Aston Martin DB5, as gorgeous as it is, is not the sports car compared but that's, to modern cars. That's not why the, isn't he in a modern car anymore? Yeah, like he's yeah, did it all through because it's, we it's saw the brand. Five it, is the brand, the brand. But I'm, I'm honestly, I they need to. Uh, I think the ratio. I think they're too obsessed with the past. I'm gonna sort of use a sort of a, a an interview that I read years ago that Frank Miller did. And he was talking about Marvel yeah. Comics at the time, which used to be called the House of Ideas. And he said, you know, it's no longer the House of Ideas. They're so bankrupt, they have to go to other people to recycle those their characters once more. He was talking about at the time when Marvel sort of gave control over the Fantastic Four, Iron Man, and uh, uh, Thor, I think, and I don't yeah. remember which character, to uh, Jim Lee and Rob Liefeld in the mid-90s for like a year or two uh it was called heroes reborn 
um it's not known yes, as a vir- yes 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 and it was it was and, a success and he said captain america too the most brilliant idea that uh, i i really think that he ever said that uh, one of the most brilliant thing he ever said he said you know when jack kirby and stanley uh were were were, were writing comics they weren't going to hey let's let's you know they did it once though but they weren't looking to revive every every b-side character that had been popular 20 years ago and just you know let's create new ones except for captain america which they revived but he's the exception that confirms the yeah. rules they created all those new characters and bond okay he's they, they need to you know they they, they they've you know they i think the the, the fleming well is empty Perhaps they need to, you know, hire more writers, new writers. Perhaps they need to make arrangements. I think they do. Yeah. They, well, they need to, to, to make arrangements to get the, the rights of the other books. They need to take the control or, or actually merge with the, the Fleming estate somehow to, to, to control everything and just mass have control over Bond, not just the cinematic Bond, but every element. Because, I mean, Purvis and Wade have been writing Bond movies for years now. Mm. I mean, since since at least, did, did they work on anything in Brosnan? Uh, they, well, yeah, remember? they did uh, The World's Not Enough. Yeah, from the, from, from, that's what I thought. It's from The World's Not I wasn't sure if they had done Tomorrow Never Dies. But they've been involved in the franchise since 97, which is, it's a very long time for them to be contributing to script ideas and everything. And we're talking about two different timelines, but at the same time, they've, they, they do keep going back to the old material and they do keep going back to that nostalgia and that is kind of getting tiresome. So do they I need to maybe... I don't know if it's maybe... them or the producer, but they, they either, either they... They, they keep bringing they... them back and they keep, when they do rewrites, they bring them back for rewrites and they, and they, or they'll, you know, they brought in this time, they brought in Phoebe Waller-Bridge to do some, some, you know, tuning of the, of the script. But I mean, I can't really see how much she contributed. Oh, the girls. They, all the, all, she, she, Phoebe Waller-Bridge probably rewrote uh, the female characters. It's, 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 I, I, I but don't But at the same mind, time, cause... like the basis of the plot remains these guys who've been writing them for five years. The thing is that, you know, even there's so many cooks, uh, because uh, Phoebe Waller-Bridge, uh, Purvis and Wade, and even to, to a degree, I think Kerry uh, Fukunaga as a writing yeah. credit. There's too many. Yeah, he's got a writing that, credit too. It's a, yeah. it's a messy script. It's a like overall. I, I, I like the picture. It, it's it's it's. I don't know if it's gonna where it's gonna land. I still need to watch it. I still need to digest it. There's honestly the entire time I must. I it might be really high on my list. Or very yeah. low. It, it it depends. But there, the entire time I'm watching the, the the first time, I'm loving the movie. Even the ending, the second time, that's where I started no- noticing some of the cracks in the scripts and narrative. Uh, oh, another thing I noticed while watching it the second time. Yeah. You know, I, they also explain how Safin gets uh, Madeline's DNA uh, when he's waiting for her in her office. He sort of. You see him sort of twisting something. He's, he's yeah. just picked up, and he, he, he mentions it later. He just picked up a piece of uh, of her hair in her office. That could have been somebody else's hair. Maybe Bond killed himself, let himself die for nothing. Not Maybe it was for nothing. nothing. Yeah. <laughs> that was not her hair. See that, but that's I mean, like I, it's it's another kind of like weird plot thing that. Um, 
you know, and there's there's weird plot things in Spectre, and I still enjoyed Spectre. And there's weird plot things in in Skyfall that there's there's weird sky weird plot things in, in Casino oh. Royale. So in in the end, Royale, I think the, the Rene Mathis thing is still kind of like uh, it's yeah. it's hard to to digest exactly how that goes down and how he kind of clues in. Um, and even in the books, it wasn't all too clear. But anyway, the the he kind of like clues into that. And we don't. It's just the tension of the music. Okay, well, it must be because he knows something. So I don't know. There's there's potholes in every single movie how this one's going to fall in my top five of, of Daniel Craig movies. It's definitely not five and it's definitely not one. Cause uh, overall, I think we good. both liked it. It's, I liked it. I liked it. I really you, liked it. If you're, you're looking for a thumbs up, thumbs down, it's, it's thumbs up. Uh, oh, so thumbs enthusiastically, up maybe it, will it be two thumbs up? Will it be just one thumbs up? Will it be a thumbs eh, like a way wavy or will it be like yeah. uh, thumbs way up? I don't know. It, it's a Bond movie, and I liked it as a Bond movie. It is. It. I mean, as much as as some people say it wasn't really a Bond movie because he didn't sleep around or he didn't do this or he didn't do that. It's a Bond movie. Um, it's the same a personal, formula, emotional just, Bond movie. They just, you know, they they vary the cocktail every once in a while. They yeah. They they add more sweetness. They make it bitter, but personally, I I I you know, I still add my. Phil of Bond, because we've been waiting for that movie for God six years now. Six years, uh, yeah, impatiently, yeah. impatiently. I'm, I'm curious. I, 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 you know, I'm gonna answer my own question, but do you have, by any chance, if it's possible, if you can find two hours and forty-three minutes in your life to go to a movie theater, either with your what you could bring the kids like the, the, the their, your boys would the guy yeah the, i i haven't i I'll, i'll be honest i haven't introduced uh will and felix to uh to the craig era yet just because um i'm uncomfortable sometimes with the level of of physical violence and uh, especially in the first two oh especially in quantum like I, they're not going to see quantum but uh, they've quantum seen, is a horror movie seen, They've, they've seen the Brosnan era, so they're, they're probably almost ready to see Casino. At least William is, and they, they would probably enjoy this movie in, in theaters, but they're not as deeply invested in the characters as we are, so it's going to be... Yeah, but, you know, there's explosions, different. there's, there's yeah. there Pretty Woman, there's cars. It's, regardless, I think, you know, you should bring them. It'd be your, their, their, their first Bond movie. Who knows when the next one's going to be seriously who knows when you'll yeah. have the chance again it's the time yeah Tell Val, no, exactly you're taking, taking the boys <laughs> to see that bond it's yeah we'll time. see how that goes we'll see how that goes um and oh, my, I'll, i'll tell her it's time once you tell once you tell her don't ask say i'm bringing the boys to the movies I you can that, watch thought... dirty dancing with your with our daughter <laughs> I thought I was getting a text uh, here from her telling me that you know it's been too long that we've been uh, we've been oh, chatting is, here. Oh, is it but, Mrs. Um, Mrs. Uh, Vesper Lynn telling you to? Uh... It's a it's another voice from beyond the grave. It's uh, M White. Oh, asking if we have people everywhere. Everywhere. Oh, I have the card in my hand that yeah, has everything. I've got it too. <laughs> okay, do you want to do it? Because there, it's missing the YouTube channel on it on in there. So it's and and the Tumblr accounts. We're at the James Bond complex. Oh no, it's here. The James Bond complex.com is our website. It's also our Tumblr account. 
as Matt and Edgar mentioned at the end of every episode, and, and I still don't barely know use it. We barely use it. It's uh, something. Well, someday we'll do something with it. I don't even know what a Tumblr is. Um, we're on Facebook, the James Bond Complex, on Instagram, where we all take turns posting all kinds of fun things at the James Bond Complex. We're the Bond Complex on Twitter, which is uh, Edgar's domain of of uh, twittering, uh, and we're also on uh, YouTube. So to sum everything up, that's where you can find us on our social media. I still have my uh, social media account at double uh, seven underscore intrepid that I do post irregularly on. Um, very, it's it's starting to get less and less uh, content that I'm posting on there to be. Eventually, you, you 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 know, uh, yeah. The the persona of the intrepid double seven is is still there, but it's just it's, it's because I'm so slowly integrated into the bond complex it's it's being phased out as a standalone yeah thing. you're, you're kind of like quantum you're just being <laughs> we bought you out now we're like or the uh kenner brand where asbro we bought yes. kenner and now yeah. kenner's no more it's just asbro it's just hasbro yeah so that's uh that's it i hope you enjoyed the second review from the james bond complex of no time to die and uh I guess we'll wait till the movie comes out on Blu-ray before we uh, we tackle this all. Again. Uh, we'll discuss this ad nauseum again. No that'll probably also when the when the DVD Blu-ray copy comes out is probably when you'll get it. That's what she said episode on this because um, I, we kind of we kind of oh man, it, it, you know the first most frustrating thing is your, your wife refuses to record <laughs> and she's so funny and oh, she witty is. and she got a great voice. She's a great singing voice too. I learned, and yeah. she refuses. Like I, I, I could put a liter of alcohol. I think I could have used the truth serum on her, and she would still refuse to record. I don't know why. That's going to be the running gag probably through twenty twenty two. But I'm gonna, you know what? Actually, I'll, I'll, you I'll, know what? I'll have to get some some sodium pentothal and and and, and, <laughs> and um, no. And on that comment from Matt claiming that he's going to drug my wife, I bid you all good <laughs> Thank you. Good night. Bye-bye. Thank you very much. Take care.